When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The 10, The Zone. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it is going to be downright dangerous for both man and beast today around the state of Wisconsin. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee, and I'll tell you, this might be the best part of the day as far as temperature is concerned. Today, we've got another dangerous weather forecast, sunshine and 96 are expected high. And remember, that's the temperature on the thermometer, not what it feels like. We could easily have temperatures that feel like we're into the 100-degree-plus range. It has cost farmers livestock farther south. The state of Kansas, for example, reporting roughly 10,000 animals were lost because of heat over the weekend. Let's make sure that Wisconsin doesn't have those kinds of stories to tell. So get your game plan ready. We'll talk about weather with Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, coming up. The good news is it looks like we get a little bit of a break tomorrow, sunshine and 85 Thursday, sunshine and 87. Friday, we're back up to 88 degrees, though, so definitely need to have a game plan. We'll be talking about that this morning. We're also catching up with our friend John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. On our Wisconsin Farmers Union Farmers Minute this morning, Rick Adamski, the Farmers Union president of Wisconsin, is with us once again. Rick, you've got a family farm over there in Shawano County, but preserving the family farm is a challenge. That's right. We've seen the loss of farm numbers dramatically in my lifetime, and uh, it seems to be accelerating. We've seen a loss of numbers. We know that the numbers are decreasing. The only size farms that are increasing are the micro farms for less than $10,000 worth of sales a year, but that's not a farm scale. Uh, Those are enterprises that are supplemental. And then we've got the largest farms, those selling over a million dollars worth of produce products per year, but those are not large numbers. They're um, large acreages. We need to focus on small and mid-sized farms. That's a special order of business that we're trying to concentrate on. And it will be dealt with during Rick's presidency. Rick Adamski, president of the Wisconsin Farmers Union on our Farmers Union Minute. It's June Dairy Month, and boy, do I like hearing about new products. And this is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. Pam had the opportunity to talk to our representative of Lando Lakes and their new products they're coming out with. And it's a little bit of a surprise, at least to me, Jill. It's not necessarily new products, but branded products. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. So imagine my surprise when I received a press release from Land Lakes telling me that they were going to unveil some new cheese products in Wisconsin with the Land Lakes brand. I mean, again, when you think Land Lakes, for many of us, we think about their butter. We think about a lot of their dairy products. But Heather Anfang is the vice president of U.S. Dairy Foods at Land Lakes, and she said, believe it or not, the brand presence of Land Lakes on a lot of dairy products hasn't really been there. They do a lot of work with food service. They do a lot of work uh, with restaurateurs. But as far as interlock interfacing with the consumers, that Land Lake brand, not as dominant. That is going to change with their shredded cheese and cheese chunks. And she said they're concentrating a lot of emphasis in Wisconsin because of the dairy producers they rely on here. 
Land O'Lakes has been in the cheese business for many, many, many years. So we are proud cheese producers. Um, but we have been uh, in different parts of the store and not as prevalent in the dairy case, although we have had some skews in the dairy case. And we had made an investment over the last couple of years in our Keel, Wisconsin facility over in eastern Wisconsin, where we have a number of our farmers. And we want to take that growth opportunity and really come into the dairy case in a bigger way with shreds and chunk and snack cheese. And so those are some of the new items that Wisconsinites will be able to find in their grocery stores. It really is interesting. I mean, it'll have the Land Lakes brand on it. And what people may not realize is Wisconsin's dairy industry is a very big part of Land Lakes, I, I guess we could say, whole dairy food product lineup, isn't it, Heather? It is. Well, you know, um, Land O'Lakes turned 100 years old uh, last year. And if you go all the way back 100 years ago, it started from Wisconsin and Minnesota farmers coming together to get control in the channel to get their great products out to the marketplace, which was then mainly in the East Coast where the population was. And so our history in Wisconsin goes back all the way to the beginning. Well, and I know a lot of our Wisconsin dairy farmers are proudly showing their uh contribution with Land Lake signs at the end of the farm driveway. So like we said, definitely a, a brand that we're familiar with. Talk to me a little bit, Heather. You're the vice president of the U.S. Dairy Product Line for Land Lakes. What has consumption been like over the past couple of years? Uh, my husband, for true di- disclosure, works for Land Lakes, and I was particularly impressed uh, with your dairy numbers from a different branch, the butter branch that seemed to just absolutely skyrocket during the pandemic. Are those kinds of trends continuing? You know, when we all locked down in our homes, of course, we cooked and baked and got all of our meals from home. And butter is a big part of a great, uh, you know, ingredient deck of cooking and baking. And so lots of people bought lots of butter um, and cooked and baked during the pandemic. And we have seen that Normalize a little bit, but still above pre-pandemic levels. So we have seen that continue. And then, of course, right away in the pandemic, we have a big food service business. And so that shut off right away. And that business has been recovering over the last couple of years and now is pretty much back to what it was pre-pandemic. So we're so pleased to see that business have come back. Well, that is good news. Now, we were mentioning about the new shredded cheese Uh, chunk cheese that Land Lakes is going to be making available in Wisconsin with the Land Lakes brand. Tell me a little bit more about the story behind that and maybe help people better understand, Heather, like we said, Wisconsin's the dairy state, America's dairy land. We proved number one in cheese. It seems like a natural fit. Why did it take this long for these kinds of products to show up in Wisconsin? You know what? Over the years, they, we have had different um, levels of presence, I should say, in the dairy case. So it's just been a while since we've been out there in this big of a way. And we really felt, as you're saying, Land O'Lakes deserves and should be out there in a bigger way. And we made this investment in our Keel, Wisconsin facility, as I mentioned earlier. And that facility for many years has been producing award-winning cheddar cheese. And we want to get that out into consumers' hands. And so it was a really good way for us to marry that growth, that investment, 
in Kiel with the Land O'Lakes brand and getting new products out to the shelf. Absolutely. If you're just joining us, this is Heather Ann Fang. She is the Vice President of U.S. Dairy Foods for Land O'Lakes, and we are talking about some new Land O'Lakes branded cheese products that are showing up at grocery stores all across the state connected directly to their Kiel facility in northeast Wisconsin. Let's talk a little bit more. What's down the road then, potentially, Heather? Uh, as we said, Consumers really had an appetite for dairy during the pandemic. It's still hanging on maybe in a little different way as we come out of the pandemic. What else is in development for Land O'Lakes? Help people understand how a cooperative of the size that Land O'Lakes is goes through research and development for future products. Yeah, we are always out in the marketplace talking to consumers and customers about how they use dairy, if there's any pain points with dairy, what new needs that they have. And from that, we create innovation pipelines of new products or new packaging formats, whatever that might be, to deliver against consumer um, needs. And we always have a very robust pipeline. And so along with the Dairy Case Cheese, we've just launched in the Midwest some butter balls, which we're super excited about. What it does is it's a little half tablespoon butter ball that you just throw in the pan or throw on top of vegetables to melt. So easy and convenient, and that comes from the insight of all of these people coming back into their kitchens, cooking during the pandemic, using butter, and wanting to understand how could this be even easier for me. So we're always looking at consumer insights and new product development as we as we think about those pipelines. You mentioned that, uh, obviously, Land Lake's a big partner in the food service industry. A lot of the products that you and I enjoy, folks, you don't even realize is coming from Land Lakes. One quick, quick question, and I don't want to catch you off guard, Heather, is uh, the sustainability message has got to be so critical for anybody that's involved in agriculture, anybody that's involved in the food service side of things. Can you elaborate maybe on the conversations that Land Lakes is constantly having with their food industry partners sharing the great story of those dairy farmers that supply milk to Keel, Wisconsin, and the end product, all the quality coming home to people's uh, dinner tables. Can you help my dairy farmers understand how important it is that we maintain those sustainability stories? Yeah, it is very important because this is on the minds of our consumers, our customers. We're hearing more and more about it in just the political landscape, regulation, and so we have got to get in front and tell the story, like you're saying, of what dairy is doing, because dairy is doing amazing things, and Land O'Lakes is really at the forefront. We have a program where we partner with our dairy farmers. We call it Dairy 2025 to go out and assess a very intensive assessment of their operation from a sustainability lens, and then help them with tools and tracking to on their continuous improvement um, journey. Land O'Lakes also just published our uh, ESG report um, that talks about all of the really wonderful things that the dairy farmers are doing. So an important topic, and we actually have to just do better and better at getting the message out there to let people know all the great work that is happening in this space. And it's just, it's, it's like the farmers are constantly reinventing their operations, just like they always have been and continue to do so. And we have to get that message out there more and more. And those dairy farmers have to realize, well, those practices are probably something they've had in place for a while. They're good for their farming operation. Those critical stories are very critical for Land Lakes to maintain your relationship with those food service providers that are using the product. 
No doubt about it. And and just it's becoming much more a part of the conversation. And, and the pandemic drove part of that, too, because people all of a sudden thought, well, how is the food system? How does it work? Right. And so they weren't used to going to the shelf and not seeing products. And so there's been a lot of questions about that. And of course, um, we are so well positioned and our dairy farmers are so um, innovative and progressive with the work that they're doing. And we have so much of a story to tell as an industry. Absolutely. And the story that we're sharing you, with you today is with Heather Anfang. She's the vice president of U.S. Dairy with Land Lakes. And you will be able to note some brand new product opportunities for you with the Land Lakes brand on it at your local grocery store in Wisconsin. The product primarily coming from their Keel facility. And it is going to be available in uh, not only just shreds, but also chunk cheese and other opportunities. Keep your eyes open for the Land Lakes brand in the Dairy Showcase wherever you shop across the state of Wisconsin. Heather Anfang along with us from Land Lakes. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. While the rest of the world seems to be moving in slow motion, you're ready to gear it up. Sugar River Raceway is now open for the season, and the track is calling your name. A half-mile paved sprint course with 10 challenging turns. This is no slow-as-you-go amusement park ride. These are full-blown 50-mile-an-hour screaming machines. Your bachelor party, company outing, or your badass desire for speed at SugarRiverRaceway.com. Just 40 minutes south of Madison and Broadhead. Get your race on! You can't beat fun at the old ballpark unless it's the Grand Slam giveaway at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Starting at noon on Sunday, June 26th, 24 winners will each spin the wheel to score a cash prize between $500 and $3,000. Then at 4 o'clock, one grand prize winner will knock it out of the park and bring home the big one, $10,000 in cash. Don't miss out. We're giving away up to $82,000 in total cash prizes. Swing for the fences at Ho-Chunk Gaming It's the Bergstrom June 3000 Humane Society Challenge. Help us help the local animal shelters and donate $300,000 to the humane societies in our communities. For every vehicle that you purchase in June, Bergstrom Automotive will contribute $100 to the surgery center at the Humane Society in your area. During the Bergstrom June 3000 Challenge, shop from the largest selection of Chevy trucks and SUVs in Wisconsin, all with Bergstrom's negotiation-free upfront pricing, including our exclusive seven-day lowest price protection guarantee and seven-day money-back guarantee. Choose a vehicle that's in stock, reserve one that's on the way, or order one just the way you want it. Help us donate $300,000 and secure the equipment and medicine to get these animals the care that they need. Find new roads in a new Chevrolet. Stop in or shop and purchase at BergstromChevrolet.com. Let's take care of the animals together. If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Yeah, that just makes my skin all the hotter thinking about milking cows as we get ready to go what to what could be almost a record-breaking 
heat day on a Tuesday. Time to talk weather. Stu Muckerag, meteorologist, along with us. I mean, I know, thank goodness, a lot of farms today, you're in a parlor or you've got a rotary. But man, I stop and think about Mon Pa Yankee sliding in between those cows on a day like this. I mean, the average cow's body temperature normally is about 102 degrees. This is just going to be a miserable day, a dangerous day. Absolutely. I I know the discomfort. We're all going to share that, but it is dangerous, as you've talked about, Pam. Uh, Really tough on the livestock and on us. It's easy to forget. You know, we're going to go out and get some work done. Maybe there's a few hay bales we need to work with or something like that. It's so easy to overdo. Make sure you are conscious of your livestock, your pets, yourself, and make sure you hydrate. Take a couple of breaks during the day. Just can't keep plowing along because the heat's going to catch up with you. The heat advisory in effect today, noon until 7 p.m. from La Crosse all the way up to northeast Wisconsin, all the way through the southern part of the state. The weak cool fronts built into the western part of Minnesota, and there is a band of rain from the southern tip of Lake Superior up near Ashland, that area in Wisconsin, and over into the western parts of Wisconsin, uh, still north of La Crosse, and the activity that uh, heads down toward that Minnesota, that Mississippi River Valley and further south into southeast Minnesota has become very scattered and very light. So not a major rain threat coming up, but there could very well be a scattered shower or a thunderstorm at La Crosse by mid or late afternoon, and that would transition east so that slight chance of a shower or storm Pops up at about that Fond du Lac Beaver Dam area by about five or six this evening. Just last into the nighttime, the biggest threat with this could be some hail or a little strong wind gust. Beyond that, just a slight chance that some rain moves through. The cool front, thankfully, will allow for winds to become more west and northwest late tonight and into Wednesday. That does cool those temperatures off, give us a little break. We slowly start to warm it up again by Thursday and Friday. And later Friday into Friday night, another small chance for some very scattered shower or storm activity may redevelop and could linger just into Saturday. I'll have forecast details right after this. BioVet microbial and nutritional supplements are formulated by their own staff veterinarian. Their focus on technology, research, and innovation ensures that your livestock receive live microbials and the absolute best nutritional ingredients to support all stages of health, growth, production, and reproduction. When you think healthy livestock, think BioVet and let them help you grow your profits. Call today, 1-800-BIOVET1 or find them online at bio-vet.com. Get ready to bid on extraordinary adventures all for a good cause. A three-night stay and tickets to the Players' Championship in Florida? How about your choice of a Broadway show in either New York City or Chicago? This is just a taste of the items up for bid in the Easter Seals Wisconsin online auction. The best part? The dollars you spend will help kids and adults with disabilities attend summer camp in the Wisconsin Dells. Bidding ends June 24th. Register to bid at EasterSealsWisconsin.com. All righty, Stu, let's have, uh, I guess, a couple more of those details. You know, I had a doctor tell me once, if you're thirsty, you're already getting dehydrated. So like you said, you're going to have to drink water whether you want it or not today. Yeah, I actually uh, packed some stuff from the fridge ready so it's good and cold. So when I head out the door, I could have my cooler along, especially toward the afternoon. We've got the heat advisory today, all of us, from noon till 7 p.m., and it's going to be a sunny, very hot day. Mid-afternoon toward La Crosse, an isolated shower or thunderstorm late day further east. Temps today, 
Yep, they head well up into the 90s, 97, 98 degrees. The heat index up around 103 or more with the southwest winds a good 12 to 25. Still a slight chance of showers or storms in the east this evening. Otherwise, partly cloudy. We cool a little. Upper 60s back down to about 70. And the west winds 5 to 10. Sunny, still very warm Wednesday. Mid-80s with the northwest winds at 5 to 10. Sunny on Thursday. Upper 80s, 87 or 88. Winds become southwest about 5. Even then, late Friday, Pam, another chance of a scattered shower or storm. Upper 80s for highs. It's very summery now, right through the rest of the week. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, we knew it was coming. But, boy, like I said, today you're really going to have to think it through. Make no assumptions on how strong you are or how you can handle this weather because this one's kind of out of the out of the norm. Yeah. yeah it's. Yeah, I know. We're tough. We can do this. It's all right. No, take a break every now and yeah. again. It's better for you. Yeah. All right, buddy. Catch up with you tomorrow. Take that cooler with you. Oh, absolutely. Catch you later. (laughs) All right. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, keeping you up to date on the weather we're going to face later today. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You might want a new kitchen to upgrade the countertops, add soft-closed doors and drawers, or improve on the original layout with new wall placement. Actuate Improvement will make your kitchen more livable, all the while helping you increase the value of your entire home. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Actuate. Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a -a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Summer is here, and with it, the hot air. Don't let other companies add to it. We won't lure you in with buy one, get one, or half off installation. Not Window World, not ever. We offer a no pressure consultation with straightforward, fair pricing. None of that, if you sign today, or let me call my manager nonsense. Window World. Professionally installed at an everyday low price. I don't want to brag. That means you're totally about to brag. Everything in my home matches, matches perfectly. It's all pulled together. That's because I have my own personal interior designer. You have your own interior designer because you shop at Lazy Boy. My Lazy Boy designer can pull strings and get me custom fabrics that match, handles and feet that coordinate my personal style, and color combinations that nobody else has. Everybody can have it. You just have to start at Lazy Boy. My personal designer knows how to bring it all together without it looking all, uh, um, 
What's the word? It's not all matchy-matchy. You get the idea. Of course, this kind of customization isn't available to just anyone. It's available to everyone. Unless you have a personal designer. From Lazy Boy. It all comes together with Lazy Boy. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy home furnishings and decor, Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Love the look by creating your floors with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. It's the Bergstrom June 3000 Humane Society Challenge. Help us help the local animal shelters and donate $300,000 to the Humane Societies in our communities. For every vehicle that you purchase in June, Bergstrom Automotive will contribute $100 to the surgery center at the Humane Society in your area. During the Bergstrom June 3000 Challenge, shop from the largest selection of Chevy trucks and SUVs in Wisconsin, all with Bergstrom's negotiation-free upfront pricing, including our exclusive seven-day lowest price protection guarantee and seven-day money-back guarantee. Choose a vehicle that's in stock, reserve one that's on the way, or order one just the way you want it. Help us donate $300,000 and secure the equipment and medicine to get these animals the care that they need. Find new roads in a new Chevrolet. Stop in or shop and purchase at BergstromChevrolet.com. Let's take care of the animals together. Because of you, someone will feel more at home in their new home. Because of you, living with memory loss is a little less scary. Because you put the Bright Star in senior living. Bright Star is looking for caregivers and resident assistants. Bright Star believes in providing the highest quality assisted living and memory care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Josh Hader trading block rumors are on the go. Man, those are back to surfacing. Just saw it. New York Post. Josh Hader is a major league baseball trade deadline. Pipe dream. Yeah, what? (laughs) Rowdy say contending teams are hopeful that the Brewers keep sliding and would consider trading their star closer. Josh Hader. It's starting to warm up. You know, we're getting closer to the trade deadline when the Josh Hader trade starts coming up again. Okay, so let's just do some rapid fire Brewer players. Would you trade them? No. Now or never? I Josh, like what you said a couple, like, you've been saying this a while. Ink him up to a deal now. Josh Hader. Staying. Same. I didn't come up to a deal. Um, I wouldn't say Lorenzo Kane because I don't think you'd get anything for I him. I'd show him the door. Colton Wong. Yeah. I'm dealing Colton Wong. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Uh, what's his deal? He's got He's got one more year left after this year. It's arbitration, so it'll probably be around $10 million. Trade him. I'd keep Hunter Renfro. Brandon Woodruff. Trade him. I, I would probably, if I was going to trade Woodruff, I'd probably look to do it this winter. Yeah, say bye-bye. Corbin Burns. Keep. Omar Narvaez. He's on the last year of his deal, though. 
I'd, then trade him. Andrew McCutcheon. That's, is anyone going to take anything from Andrew McCutcheon? Willie Adamas, two more years of control after this season. I like Willie, no. Luis Arias, three more years of control. I like Luis Arias, no. Freddie Peralta, four more years of control. Keep him. Adrian Hauser, two more years of control. Trade him. Eric Lauer, two more years of control. Mm, keep him. Rowdy Telez, two more years of control. Bruce revolving door first base, trade him. Brad Boxberger, one more year, it's an option. I like Boxberger. Keep him. What about you? Devin Williams, three more years Keep of him. control. You need the airbender. Yeah, if I was going right now, like, I really would be looking into seeing what I could get for Colton Wong. If I mean, Wong, Wood, sure to be Wong, Woodruff, who else? I, I think the only guy that I would openly be looking to trade at this point would be Lorenzo Cain. I don't think you get anything for him, so it's a moot point. Yeah. And then Colton Wong. And the reason why with Colton Wong is he's currently 31 years old. Next season, it's a club option for $10 million. I don't know if Colton Wong is worth $10 million. If you would have asked me this at the beginning of the season with how he played last year, having one of his better hitting seasons, obviously was really good in the field. I would have said, yeah, no doubt. Pick up that option for $10 million. But you see how bad his defense has been this year. And then he's having one of his lesser seasons hitting the baseball. And he hasn't been staying healthy. And next season, he's going to be 32, $10 million. I might consider looking to see what I could get for him, especially because you have Willie Adamas. He has two more years left after this season. Luis Arias, he has three more years after this season. Bryce Terang is starting to play really good baseball at AAA. Yeah, I know it sounds like people have been talking about him forever, but he was drafted at 17 years old. He's only like 22, 23 years old, yeah. and he's starting to really play uh, well in Nashville. Not only can he play second, he plays short, he's played a little outfield, but they also believe he could potentially be a third baseman. So, I think uh, Wong might be expendable here. So with this... Uh little thing heating up for Josh Hader. Let me read you a little snippet here. They say, well, the Brewers have been inconsistent offensively and suffered injuries to their star starters, Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta. They have made the playoffs for straight years and are seen as, quote, scary in October due to their excellent starting pitching. So until further notice, we'll consider Hader a trade to fall somewhere between wishful thinking and a pipe dream. But teams want the Brewers to keep losing so they can be late sellers. So here's the thing. Everyone out there, which I don't know if there's that big of a a population of people that are saying this, but the trade Josh Hader, next year he's got his last year of arbitra- arbitration. He's probably will make a projected about $15 million a year. It's probably about 10-ish million dollars from where he should be. But what if this happens? You trade Josh Hader for prospects. You get four or five solid prospects and then maybe one and a half hit. And what I mean by one and a half, it's like one guy's a solid big league player. The other guy contributes and he's like a utility role player type thing. And the other two or three are never to be seen again. Yeah. If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, so a dangerous Tuesday on the way across the state of Wisconsin. Sunshine today, 96 the expected high. So that's going to be dangerous for both man and beast. We're talking more about lessons learned farther south with this weather. In the state of Kansas, they are now reporting roughly 
10,000 animals have been lost, primarily cattle, because of this excessive heat. Let's make sure that Wisconsin is not in those headlines. Again, 96 are expected high today. Tomorrow, 85. Thursday, 87. And Friday, 88 degrees. I'm Pam Yonke. Glad you're along with us on this, the 21st day of June. So, on this date, back in 1944, German POWs helped with the harvest in Janesville. Yeah, there were about 250 German POWs that were in Rock County. They were brought in to basically help pick and can peas, tomatoes, and sweet corn. The camp was a small town of tents that housed the guards and the POWs. Most of them were from the Africa Corps, where they were led by the Desert Fox Field Marshal Rommel. About 150 prisoners were assigned to a similar camp in Jefferson. The German POWs were mostly in their mid-20s. They were eventually moved to another undisclosed camp in September. But on this day, back in 1944, they were helping to harvest peas, tomatoes, and sweet corn in the Janesville area. What else can I tell you? On this day, we celebrate Prince William, Duke of Cambridge. It is his birthday today. He is 40 years young, and now you know. This morning, we're focused in on a recent research project done by the National Farm Medicine Center. The question was pretty simple. What do farm families worry about? And although many of you may say, well, it's probably the weather or maybe commodity prices, Taylor Schaefer joins us this morning and says that's not the case. Farm families worry about medical expenses. The majority of farm families worry about major medical expenses. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report, and that is the message from a recent study published by the National Farm Medicine Center. I spoke with Florence Bicot, one of the lead researchers for the study, who's also a rural sociologist and associate research scientist. She shares more about what influences the decision to find a job off the farm. I think it was 60% of the farmers that we talked to said that they have enough farm job, and when we asked You know, was it for income? Was it for insurance? Was it for pleasure? You know, we asked a few different things. Health insurance being a reason was, I think, was the top reason, that and income. And what we've heard from farmers, too, even in more recent research that we're doing is how there are folks, you know, farmers who love having their farm job. But we've heard from folks who said, I don't want to have enough farm job. I wish I could really focus on the farm all the time and grow my business but I really need to have health insurance. So it's definitely impacting, you know, the the kind of things that people do. And we've also heard, you know, that sometimes in rural areas when they there might not be as many good jobs with benefits, so people are having to travel maybe longer to a bigger, you know, area where there are more jobs with benefits and how that takes time away from the business. You know, you bring up a really good point, and I can imagine that the quality of health insurance also needs to be part of that conversation, too. What did you really see or even hear from farmers about their quality of health insurance and how that really impacted their businesses on the farm? Yeah, so the study um, that we just released actually specifically looked at that. When we looked at people who said they had a medical debt or that they were worried that they might have to take on a debt, let's say if they have a cancer diagnosis or heart attack or, you know, break a leg, what we found is when we compared people who said they were concerned and they were not concerned what we found is that the kind, you know, their characteristics of the household, so for example, 
the age, you know, if they have young children, what kind of farm operation they have, you know, the scale, what kind of commodities. We found that there wasn't too many differences there. What we found the biggest differences was the type of health insurance that they have. And it wasn't so much the source, you know, do they get it from an off-farm job? Do they buy it on the marketplace? What really we found the difference was what you talk about in terms of quality. And it was how high are the out-of-pocket expenses or how high are the deductibles? Again, that's Florence Picot, a rural sociologist and associate research scientist at the National Farm Medicine Center. She says that having health insurance is only one piece of the puzzle, and now the greatest focus for many is finding quality, affordable health insurance. For more information on the study, you can visit our website at midwestfarmreport.com or find more resources online from the National Farm Medicine Center. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile, Chunk Gill. And from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, is going to be stepping to the microphone in just a little bit on a Tuesday morning. Now, listen, I know you heard the weather forecast today calling for temperatures that are going to be into the upper 90s. I know you heard the forecast, but I need you to realize how serious this weather is going to be for both man and beast today. Whether it's your cat or your dog or whether it's your dairy herd or beef cattle, you are going to have to pay attention and do whatever you can to help these animals make it through. If you don't believe it, just take a look farther south where farmers are losing livestock to this heat. That's the story in Kansas. Scarlett Haggins is the vice president for communications with the Kansas Livestock Association. She said extreme heat and humidity are something they're familiar with in Kansas, but they ended up with no wind in this recent round of weather. And she said conditions really deteriorated over the weekend, and that has cost them lives. Really, that Friday leading into Saturday, they just saw a, a pretty rapid increase in temperature, about 10 to 14 degrees, almost overnight increase in temperature. Uh, no wind, high humidity, uh, the lows only falling to around 70 degrees overnight. And that nighttime is really when cattle release some of their heat load. And when those temperatures stay that high overnight, they really can't do that. And all of that combined in a short amount of time um, led to some heat stress issues in those cattle. They didn't have time to acclimate during that short amount of time period. Scarlett Hagen, she's the vice president for communications with the Kansas Livestock Association. One thing you have to remember is normally at night, cattle get a break from the heat. Temperatures drop, humidity drops. Well, in western counties of Kansas, that did not happen. And again, 
it has cost them livestock. Cattle don't handle humidity as well in a short change. Can They can acclimate to, to almost anything if you give them a little time, but that rapid increase in humidity really impacts them pretty harshly, and, um, and they're not used to that in that portion of the state. It's normally a dry heat, if you will, and uh, so when you, when you have that rapid increase in, in temperature and that, that high humidity and really not getting to cool off at night, impacts them because that heat load just stays with them from day after day after day. Again, that's Scarlett Haggins with the Kansas Livestock Association. They can't disclose any numbers and they obviously can't uh, reveal individual farms. But right now they are estimating that somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 head of cattle died just over this last weekend because of heat. So again, please, please, please. Take this forecast today very, very seriously. Markets in overnight electronic trade this morning are also in a serious situation. The Dow Jones Industrial Average right now is up more than 400 points, but everything as far as our grain trade is concerned in the red ink. December corn's down 14 and a half at 716. November soybeans down 20 cents at 1517. July wheat down 14 cents right now at 1020 a bushel. The July milk, that's currently six cents lower, twenty-three fifty a hundred weight. August milk is down thirteen cents, twenty-four dollars a hundred weight as we come off that three-day weekend. Coming up next, so what is going on in the marketplace and what do we need to prepare for? John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joins us live in just a moment. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Your tough jobs, the really big ones, deserve a hard-working John Deere tractor from Sloan Implement. Right now, get 0% for five years and $1,000 off on a 5E series tractor. No matter the size of your work, the John Deere 5E is the perfect fit. And when you take a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. 0% for 60 months. Some restrictions apply. See Sloan Implement for details. Offer ends 10 Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. 
An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And again, today it's all about the weather. We know that uh, we're, we've been around long enough to know that we've got to take care of ourselves. Today we've really got to amp up how we take care of our animals as well. Is this weather impacting our markets? What's going on as we come off a three-day weekend? John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing is along with us. Let's start off with dairy, John, because again... Uh, we will get milk production report out this week. Let's talk a little bit about the trends and what happened last week with our cheese market. We had some major sell-offs in just a day's time across all product areas. Yeah, we saw some issues starting to come into play, maybe in terms of those cheese prices. And basically in the last handful of sessions, you know, cheese was running blocks around 240 a, a, a pound, and it was holding fairly well. And also we saw some pretty good slide. In fact, on Thursday, we were down 14 cents on that block price. So we've quickly seen cheese prices go from that 240 window all the way down to 210, little snap back here on, on Friday. So maybe that's a little sign of some demand concerns, maybe more on the domestic front. Again, we're still watching uh, those types of trends in terms of the consumer, you know, with the upward price movement of things, does that start coming into play? Uh, the, internationally, though, you know, the export demand still looks fairly good. You mentioned that milk production report is coming out today, actually, for that. We're still expecting June production to be tighter with, uh, you know, the hotter weather. That should also come into play there as well. But we go look at those charts, and sometimes markets uh, like to move technically and don't look at those fundamentals per se. And we've been sitting sideways, realistically, Basically, since end of February in this milk market, 25 on the top, 23.50 on the bottom, and now we're all of a sudden poking at that level. And it just kind of looks like charts could break if we get to continue to see some weakness there, and we just see some of the technical selling kick in. So I'm a little cautious of the way the milk market's acted, especially with the the strong drop in prices on Thursday into Friday. Uh, so it's something you know producers need to be aware of here. There's still a lot of good value out there, and make sure you you know you don't get comfortable with that value because again, charts can make things move with the money flow. Right. Well, and you know, I'm looking at corn, beans, wheat, everything today is uh, in the red ink. Same, uh, same set of circumstances there. I think that's some of what's coming into play. Typically, again, we're in that seasonal window here where we see pressure. Now, one year doesn't always lead to the other, but historically, this is that window we, you know, we're looking at the crop. Things are off to a good start. Obviously, the heat in June on a historical level typically doesn't do the damage. It's more the heat in July. So I think the market's feeling a little comfortable with where the crop is at this time frame. We got big reports coming next week in terms of the crop production and acres on the 30th. You know, those are things we're going to be really watching. We're going to Watch that grain stocks number because there's something going on in this cash market in these grains that's keeping them supported. So maybe that supply is not out there. So that might be the important number on that report at the end of the month. So, but right now, yeah, we're seeing some profit taking. Some of that was probably spillover. We had a difficult day in the crude market, losing almost $10 a barrel on Friday. And uh, so that's maybe, you know, keeping the commodity market a little bit cautious, at least to start the day today. You know, it always gets a little loosey-goosey when we get towards the end of the month, too. Remind us about contract expiration dates and how that can change the flow of money. Yeah, and that's going to be something this week. we got July options coming off this week. That's a major traded month in terms of the grain market. So that brings extra volatility in as the market likes to kind of chase the, where the open interest is, as we like to say. So that could be something we could watch very quickly, uh, move this market around uh, with this week. That was some of what was the impact in crude with the three-day weekend. It was expiration day today here for, uh, for the July crude contract. So some people may have got stuck on the wrong side of the fence as you know we saw that money just kind of move 
move very quickly as people were getting out of those long positions. Right, right. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing, uh, along with us. Uh, remember their website, totalfarmmarketing.com. Uh, let's talk a little bit more, John, about uh, the outside markets. How are we doing as far as open interest? We talked about uh, the volatility rating last week. How was that all playing? That's still a big factor here. The markets in terms of overall participants is still very quiet, and that just sets things up for big, quick, volatile moves because there's just not enough people one way or another to slow moves as we go. And again, without the you know without the human factor, factor in this thing at this time frame, again, we're still trading with a lot of logarithm traders, computer trading. You know, They get on the trends for the day, and that sets up the whole day in terms of how trade can go sometimes. We've really seen that kick in in terms of that equity market. So We'll have to see. You know, this morning, equity markets are looking to bounce back, or you know, futures are up 500 points right now going into the morning. So we'll see if maybe we got to a bounce point that we can get that market turned around. But those lack of players really come into factor in all these markets, especially in those grains, some of those thinly traded markets like dairy and livestock. So that's a concern point when prices want to start moving. Well, and I, I think going towards a 4th of July holiday, uh, don't uh, don't you think that a lot more people are going to push the responsibility towards those algorithms in the com uh, the computer? Very much so. You know, the old saying, at least in stock markets, used to be sell in May and go away for the summer. And, you know, that's some of probably what we've been dealing with here as well as, as traders have just, you know, thinned out their positions for the summertime. People are hitting vacations, so they're not as active as they are in the markets as, in, you know, in the off season in that regard. So that's still something that's going to come into play here, especially in some of these markets that just don't have the players in it, that we can see some technical breaks, those computers kick in and really start pushing things around and, you know, even with the fundamentals where they are. Again, looking at grains, the fundamentals are tight. Crude oil, the fundamentals are tight. You know, in terms of the supply that's out there, but at the same same time, we kind of wonder why the markets are moving the way they are. And sometimes it's not about the fundamentals. It's about what those technicals and those traders and the momentum trade wants to do that day. Well, and let's go get back to the heat. One positive on this heat, you say, is that cash livestock markets have been assisted. Yeah, we've seen some really good strength, especially in that live cattle market. When you get this heat like this, producers are a little sh gun shy about shipping cattle due to the stress factors. And you know, we saw some uh, you know, pretty dramatic headlines in terms of loss of cattle in Kansas last week. But again, the packers still need that supply. So they bid up a little bit more to encourage that cash market to move. Plus, same times, you know, the heat affects weight gains, right. affects some of the quality concerns. So they bid in for those things. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, TotalFarmMarketing.com. Uh, give them your email and your phone number, John. Sure. Feel free to give me a reach out, John H. at TotalFarmMarketing.com, or give me a call at 800-334-9779. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. We'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good. Have a great week. Be safe out there. Yeah, for sure. John Heinberg, again, joining us live on a Tuesday morning to get you ahead of the markets. Like he said, remember, coming up on the end of the month, so we do have some built-in volatility when those contract months are starting to end. Uh, bottom line, take care of yourself. Watch your livestock, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow.